Hello, and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. I had the pleasure of spending quite a bit of time with today's guest over the week of Anahata's Purpose this year. She is the owner of Transformative Wellness with Kim. Please welcome Kim Cotterell. Hi, Kim. It's so awesome to see you again. How are you doing? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am doing well, just tapped into my second energy reserve for the day, and I'm feeling very happy, very happy to be here, very happy to be talking to you. Um, I feel like when you're like enjoying like what you're doing, that energy is so easy to tap into. That is true. That's true. Absolutely. So I saw before we started recording, you have some kind of tea. What kind of tea is that you're drinking? Yes, I have a ginger chamomile tea. Ginger mm. is like my favorite. Like anything that ginger. Amazing. When I see ginger, I'm like, yes, that is for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love ginger too. Not a lot of the people in my family do, but that just means more for me. Well, yeah, so, it's supposed to like help with like digestion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I have stomach things happening so I just I guess I sort of just was drawn to ginger for a lot of things makes sense yeah ginger is pretty amazing for tummy stuff um so have you read watched or listened to anything exciting lately exciting I feel like um I'm overstimulated most of the time and there's like so many things (laughs) coming into my attention span that retaining most things is difficult. (laughs) That's fair. Um, fair. I can say yes. I've definitely felt excited over the last week. Um, I guess not so much anything in particular, just excited for my friends and I'm seeing them growing. I, I guess what I'm seeing is like my friends' lives flourishing and that's exciting for me to watch. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. So I brought you on here today because I want to talk to you about transformative wellness with Kim. Who is you? (laughs) That is is totally me. I am Kim. (laughs) Uh, So tell me a little bit about what transformative wellness with Kim is. It is a culmination of so many passions of mine under one roof and really what brought all of it about was just my own journey with my own healing and shadow work so transformative wellness is in a and holistic a holistic or an (laughs) holistic approach on just like spiritual journeying um finding out who you are like what what excites you like what is stopping you for me I feel like it's an avenue to show people what has helped me um just become Mm -hmm. more me if that makes sense absolutely absolutely so what motivated you to start the business oh my gosh so like six years ago, probably I, I was in what appeared to be like a really great relationship. I mean, it was, but I was so ungrounded, not present with my life, with myself, with my, with my kids, with my partner Mm -hmm. at the time. 
And um, there were a lot of things I was working through as far as, you know, trauma and stuff of that nature. And so I just like broke up with my partner. I, I started to be more outgoing. I just, honestly, I felt like I just needed a distraction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And through that, I met actually like amazing people. I reconnected with my friend, Rachel, who runs Anahata's Purpose that I went to high school with. And I feel like that reconnection was a spark of so much growth. Like that was like the starting point. And just being around people that were also on their journey that wanted to figure out like what is going on here and like where can I go to a place that feels like peaceful mm-hmm. and Rachel was definitely one of those friends and a few of us would meet like once a week or every other week and we would have what we called spirit circles where we would just like talk about like different topics like different modalities that could help us um, with anxiety or like moving through hard thoughts or hard life things that are happening for us Mm -hmm. and that got me really interested in meditation and so I started having meditate like let's do something good for us together and for me I I so often find it easier to do something good for me when I have a friend doing it as well yeah for sure so I have a question that I just thought of that is not on my list but I know that My listeners are going to have this question. What would you say to somebody who says, I can't meditate? Mm. Yeah, I would ask them, what do you, when you think of meditation, what does that even look like? Because so often people have like this picture in their mind where they're like sitting in, you know, cross-legged seat with their Mm -hmm. eyes closed and they're just trying not to think. And and so I would say is, well, what is that? What what do you think meditation is? And let's expand the definition because meditation is so much more than just trying to sit and not think. That is like really not what it's all about. It's about moving through your thoughts and not getting stuck on them. So I would even say like, oh, have you ever, you know, drove a car and listened to like a really nice song and you just like got really present in that moment I would say that's meditation have you ever walked Mm -hmm. around in nature or went hiking and again felt very present in the moment like taking it in each moment at a time I would say that's meditation people call that walking meditation so Mm -hmm. that's what I would say I would say you know what you probably have meditated and don't even know it (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's good to hear because I know uh, for me, for me, meditation is usually when I'm sewing or gardening or, you know, things like that um, because I can't sit there and pay attention to my breathing because then I'm like thinking about I need to do laundry or, you know, <laughs> like all these yes. other things. It's just, it's hard to sit and stop when you're supposed to stop like if that makes sense that totally makes sense um the first time I 
really went into a space where like people were meditating, I did have like this picture in my head and like, oh, I'm supposed to do this, like that, that seat and that just whatever that was, <laughs> like the breathing and, and the not thinking. And I, my body hurt. It was like a, it was like an hour meditation workshop with sound mm-hmm. healing. And I sat upright the entire time and oh my gosh, that really hurt. And when I opened my eyes, when we were done, I realized that everybody else had laid down and I was like, <laughs> I, I was able, I was, I, I could have done that. <laughs> like, I just like had this like thought in my head, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And if I'm not doing it this way, then I'm not doing it right. And it was totally wrong, you know? And I mm-hmm. felt like when I, when I, when I realized everyone was laying down, I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well now I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so silly and um I feel like um, that's that's what we all think though you know um that's right that's what's drilled into your brain in western society of what meditation is <laughs> you know some yogi yeah. who's who's sitting there you know in perfect stillness with perfect posture <laughs> you know <laughs> And, you know, I really resonate with the whole uh, thoughts coming in and you're thinking about tasks, you're thinking about like, what do I do after I'm meditating? And you're not being very present then either. So like when you're in that flow state and you're doing something or you're walking around, like you're not thinking about anything else because like you're in a flow, like you're focused Mm -hmm. on that. Um, So when I started meditating by myself, I would just say mantras in my head over and over again. I just kind of mm-hmm. like drown the thoughts out that would come up. Um, and for somebody that is always like busy, 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 like I feel like I have this like thing in my head that's like ingrained to just like constantly keep going. If I just like said something over and over in my head that was like really nice things to say to myself, that it would mm-hmm. help a lot. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, do you do like when you have a transformative wellness session. Do you do, um, is it mostly breath work? Do you do guided meditations? How would like a session look like? Mm. How does a session look? So there are a couple different kinds of sessions that people can book with me. Um, The most popular one I would say is breath work. Um, and that has a meditation at the end of the breath work. So it's kind of like different modalities offered at different times. Mm-hmm. Although I can and do incorporate breath work, yoga, and meditation and Reiki all in like an hour session. Um, oh, wow. So it's not super intense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you're just doing one thing for an hour, like, yeah. That can, like, be intense if it's supposed to be, you know? Mm -hmm. So typically, like, with the multimodality sessions, it would start off with just some light movement, um, just kind of, like, warming the body up. Because so often when you have emotional releases, your body wants to move and release with it. So Mm -hmm. I incorporate some light movement. And then we'll do a short breath work exercise. Maybe it's, like, alternate nostril breathing or breath of fire, 
And then we start to move the body after that. So we're different, doing different like yoga poses um, and just kind of like making our breath flow with the movement that we're doing. And then once you get to towards the end of the session, when you're in like a meditative state and you're lying down, it, it you're able to, to go a little deeper because of all the things you did before then. So I feel like everything is just leading into a state where you're like fully relaxed at the end and can really get, well, I say give yourself permission to just let it all go. And that's when I'd offer Reiki, typically on the crown chakra. Um, But I do offer just full Reiki sessions too. And uh, I'm sure most of your listeners are familiar with Reiki energy healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what um, well, I would hope so after this this long. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite part about what is your favorite thing about what you do? Um, connecting with people, honestly, just like from the standpoint that I have, and just also being seen by other people. Like I'm seeing people in their process, and they're also seeing me. Because so often in like the group workshops, especially the primal screen workshops that I do with Spencer, they mm-hmm. are probably like the most connective workshops we have because of how vulnerable we all get with each other, including Spencer and I. So I feel like that is like the highlight all the way is like being seen by other people and having the honor to see them as well. It's, it's really connection with other people for sure. That's awesome. I love um, being at Anahata's Purpose and listening to the primal scream. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it's the most chill inducing, but in like the best way. (laughs) It's just so amazing listening to people just absolutely release. And I have such a like issue with letting myself be loud the thought of screaming to me is it gives me anxiety. Yeah. So the couple times that I've done a primal scream, it was really hard for me at first. And then it was like cathartic. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things too, that we don't put any expectation on anyone. Sometimes people don't even scream at all. And it's still just as potent as if you're screaming with everybody in that circle. Uh And so often we hear people say that, you know, that was life changing or they have never, they never felt like they could feel so empowered Uh um, and encouraged to be empowered and to be big and to be seen and, and that people want that. They want you to like stand up and be noticed. Like yeah. people people care. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely that's one thing I really love about uh events like Anahata's Purpose is that people actually do care. Like if somebody gives you a hug, they mean it. Yeah. It's not just like oh, it's okay. It's like they actually are giving themselves to you and holding space for you to because it's needed at that moment you know it's it's a totally different vibe which i absolutely love yes i always rave about anahata's purpose i'm like (laughs) everyone needs to go 
if yeah. you haven't gone, at least go once just to yeah. just to check it out. Because nine times out of ten, you're gonna want to come back. That's absolutely true. And for you, I mean, being able to facilitate an environment like that just in your own business sounds like it must be super fulfilling. That okay? Yeah, doing doing retreats and and festivals is is so like it's so it's so many more people too and it's so it's just like such an honor because Mm -hmm. when you're in a setting like that that is specifically like for those types of modalities for those types of workshops people are afraid to like tell you like how that affected them and feedback Mm -hmm. is like the number one thing that we all strive right because we want to do better we want to know like how you're doing like what what is happening while you're experiencing this and how can i support that um which is why you know eric and i when we did the breath work at anahata's we're constantly checking in on people after we had a list we're like write your name down because you're going to hear from us after this because we want to know how you're doing because those kinds of things can have ripple effects for for Mm -hmm. days weeks even months yeah yeah, for sure. The immediate come down is really hard after an event like that, I think. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, it does have an immense effect on you. Um, so currently you offer, um, like you said, Reiki and um, breath work. Do you have any other um, offerings that you want to bring into your repertoire to offer in the future? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like, it's so, it's, it's, it's exciting to talk about because it just feels so aligned, like to be in this like field, I guess you can call it. Mm-hmm. I have been really interested in my, it can be very potent in emotional releases and what Mm -hmm. they call unwindings which is really it's an emotional release of itself and the other thing that I've been really interested in is doing the Wim Hof training oh cool I want to go in some ice in a bikini or something (laughs) I'm just kidding there's like so many layers of that that I have yet Mm -hmm. to dive into but it all seems very exciting i mean when you look at somebody like whim and and he he's just hanging out and not like phased at all by what environment he's in Mm -hmm. it just is like wow i always feel like you know if there's a human out there doing something then i can do that too maybe it's even a test of to myself to see um how I will go about that if I was trained in that. Like, what are my limits, right? Right. (laughs) I will say, I don't think I've ever said, man, I really would like to lay in a tub of ice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's ever crossed my mind as a designer. (laughs) Okay, but like, but seriously though, yes, I agree, and... (laughs) Once once you're in there and you get past a certain point, at mm-hmm. least in my experience, you start to calm down. Your body starts to calm down. Um, and when 
the, the, the you know, when the facilitator is like face to face to you, coaching you through the breath work of it, because while you're in the mm-hmm. ice, you have to breathe in a certain way that helps you calm your nervous system down. And once you reach that point, you're like, wow, this is actually not so bad. But that immediate like hop in the ice bath. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeah, sh- it's totally shock. <laughs> Yeah, we have the uh, polar plunge here every year for uh, the Special Olympics. And I've thought about it, you know, probably two and a half times. Uh, <laughs> <I don't laughs> two and a half times. <laughs> you know, it'd be great, though, think... if they had a sauna. So when you came out, you could just go right into the sauna. I think they do, actually. Oh. But you're right. They should if they don't. <laughs> So how do you go about getting training in the Wim Hof method? Is that like a, is there like a class? Oh, it's like a whole like retreat kind of thing. My friend Peter from um, Ignite Sadhana is Wim Hof trained. And he had explained to me that like, you're gone for like weeks with Wim on like a retreat kind of vibe. And the whole time is like an intensive training. And when you come out of it you're you're able to instruct people on like the Wim Hof breath work and um, facilitate ice baths and all of that. So it's like an entire immersion. Like you need to literally block out a part of your life to go. That's interesting. Hard to, hard to do as a mom. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which is why I haven't done it yet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So everyone knows Kim is a superwoman and she has children and she does all the things and yeah. It, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's a journey as a lot of people know that are parents. Um, Mm -hmm. And for me, it, it feels like I must be superhuman if I'm doing all of this on my own. Um, Their dad is amazing. He's a good father and he sees them. Um, plenty and I am I am of the capacity to carry lots more so I end up feeling like wow I just I look back on my life I'm like wow I did all that like some Mm -hmm. people have asked me they're like I don't know how you do what you do and I'm like I don't either (laughs) I don't either it just happens it just gets done Being a single mom is super hard. I did it, and uh, I'm glad I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it, is, it can be absolutely exhausting, but you do. You look back, and you're like, wow, how did I do that? You know? So. Yeah, it's like, wow, I am very capable of doing hard capable. things. Yes. I am so yes. capable of doing hard things. Um, yeah. And that's what I try to remember with everyone in my life. Like, everyone is capable of doing hard things. But boy, we all need a village, that's for sure. That is that is definitely true. Definitely true. Um, so, you have a big event coming up in November. Yes. What I'm, is that? I am very, very excited. <laughs> this is the third edition of what... I've called the metaphysical immersion. Um, it's a sense, well, I call it a sensory experience. And this edition we're having around the Day of the Dead. Um, it'll be on November 4th into the next day at um, 
Stonehenge Gardens in Tamaqua, PA. Beautiful grounds. They have retreats there all the time. Um, and so, yeah, metaphysical immersion. It's like all of these modalities that we all hear and, and maybe experiment with. And to pause and just say, I feel like all these modalities just point to the same place. You know? I agree. They're all pointing to the same place. Maybe you resonate with one more than the other. But they're all kind of like Ooh. leading towards the same direction. So the metaphysical immersion is just like a tap into this, a tap into that. So for for this one, we're doing Wim Hof breathwork and ice baths. Peter, who I mentioned earlier, is going to be facilitating that. Such a wonderful human, by the way. And and then we're going to have primal activation or primal scream. And really, I just love, I love facilitating that with Spencer because you get to be silly too. Like it is like a very like cathartic experience that can bring up like, like fear, grief, anger, like all the things, but it also can be super Mm -hmm. silly and fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it'll be ecstatic dance. It's more a catharsis for the body in its movement. Mm -hmm. Um, just like being fully expressive with however you want to move your body, you know, so often we feel, or I feel, or, you know, whoever can feel that, oh, like, I don't know how to dance or like, I don't want to move my body in that way. Or like, people are looking at me. Oh my God. (laughs) And to be in a space with other people that are like, we're just going to get weird. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) let me just do whatever and like everybody else is being weird like i'm gonna be weird too um and then my friend carly who i adore myofascial release expert which really nice that that was really inspiration for me to be like i want to step into this because she is such a powerhouse of knowledge for that and she's going to be leading a, a self-guided myofascial release immersion and a sound healing. She's a singer and does a lot of vocal toning in her myofascial release sessions. I actually just had one with her on Friday. Wow. Um, and I had my own unwinding, unwinding or what you would call like an emotional release. Um, very powerful stuff. And so we're going to be doing those things and also just sitting around a fire connecting with one another i feel like yes all these things are great and they wouldn't really be what they are without vulnerability and connecting with other people and so absolutely yeah right because like yes we all want to do these things and we all want to do them with other people and like Mm -hmm. share time together for sure oh yeah and who doesn't want to say, yeah, I went to a retreat in the Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'll be teaching yoga the next morning. Oh, great. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds like a really, really nice time. And how, if somebody wants to uh, join in on this, how do they go about getting tickets? Oh, yeah. So Stonehenge uses Humanitix, which I love this platform because they donate 100% of their booking fees to uh children's charities oh wonderful yeah so the link is on humanitics um stonehenge gardens is the retreat center so you can find it on their website 
or their Instagram. You can find it on my Instagram, Transformative Wellness with Kim. Um, I also have a Facebook and I always post it on there too, under Transformative Wellness with Kim. And really the mission behind so, like really all the things I'm doing is like, I want everyone to have access to everything that can help them regardless of their financial ability because that's where I was a very long time Mm. ago. I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going doing anything for myself because everything costs money and I can't afford it, which is Mm -hmm. how I actually started working in this industry to begin with because like I wanted to go and I couldn't afford it. So I just volunteered and it eventually led to me like just working these things as a job and so I always felt like you know what this should not this should not be a place where everyone cannot come if they feel called to come so I'm telling everyone like if you feel called to come and you can't afford it you're coming anyway call me talk to me we're gonna make it happen that's really wonderful got me emotional there actually that's really awesome um so I will share the link to that in uh, the show notes, and it will also be on my resources page uh, for anyone who wants to come. Uh, do you have any other events coming up in the near future? I actually do. I have um, a Primal Scream this Friday with Spencer. Spencer and I are leading um, Primal Scream at Tall Pine State Preserve in Sewell, New Jersey. Um, so our usual stomping grounds are on the full moon every month. So we'll be there at 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So do you do that like every full moon? Yep. Every full awesome. moon we okay. have a primal scream. And um, actually, I don't. I guess I wouldn't consider this an event, but I started teaching yoga every Friday at a studio in Marlton called bounce planet yoga and it has that mixed modality format that i was describing before so maybe you don't want awesome. to book a one-on-one session you can come to the class and it's only 15 dollars to drop in that's great so this is not going to publish until next monday but so everyone listening will have missed the one this friday but now you know you can uh check out every full moon to go do the primal screen yeah um <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. Um, you've already shared your socials. Is there anything else you want the listeners to know? I want them to I, know that they are worth it. I that, love that. And can yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you I was going to say like they are worth it. Um, life can fucking suck, and that's never going to stop. But we can learn how to handle the suck a little bit better. That's right. (laughs) That's what this is all about. And sometimes we can scream it out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, Kim and I have been trying to do this recording for, what, two weeks now? I uh, I don't know. (laughs) It happened when it was supposed to happen. uh, (laughs) That's right. Uh, So thank you for bearing with me. you have kids, so I know you understand. But oh my I would gosh, love to course. have you back any other time if you have another thing coming up or, you know, whenever. Uh, thank you That's for joining amazing. me today. I just want to thank you so much 
for having me on here. Absolutely. And just your presence at Anahata's was, <laughs> it was like hidden fucking treasure for me at some points <laughs> when I would find you and your energy was just like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. You're just like, yeah. And however I was feeling, I was just like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> just like, like, thank you for like all of the fucking hard work that you do. I see you. I Aww. I appreciate you. Thank you. I see you too. I uh I really really loved working with you. That was a lot of fun, and and I really appreciate you giving me that extra hour on Sunday to clean to pack <laughs> <back> up. <laughs> Because it ended up being um, something that allowed me to spend time with Deb and Deb got to work on this really difficult spot on my back that nobody else wants to deal with. (laughs) So it was great. (laughs) Yo, shout out to Deb, though, because she helped Eric and I with um, our breathwork workshop. And yo, she is a she is just a presence of just love and and like unconditional just mm-hmm. her pre- her presence the entire time like just yeah. a full yes full yes yeah i absolutely love deb and i should have her on the show she's amazing like seriously mm-hmm. i'm like can can she mom me because like <laughs> right <laughs> god her son is like the luckiest little boy on the planet yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm like awesome, <laughs> channeling my my inner child with her, right? But also, like, yeah, she's just amazing. I miss her. Yeah, yeah, she's a beautiful, beautiful soul. Well, cool. Well, thank you again, Kim. And you know, we live close enough together, like to each other, that we'll have to get together at some point. You know? Oh my god, I'm I would just love down that. in Virginia. <laughs> Yo, the kids and I, they're, we're coming down. <laughs> come on, come on down. I've got kids. We can take them all someplace fun. It'll be awesome. Yo, you know what? Yeah. The era for your friends living in different states or even different countries is now. Because then true. we can all vacation at each other's houses. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. I'm glad somebody finally understands that. <laughs> like, my friend is moving to Hawaii, like, literally on wednesday and i automatically was like when can i visit (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) i was like your life is moving wonderfully and i want to i want to witness it in hawaii (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome good all right well you're you're welcome anytime just come on down we'll hang out (laughs) thank you so much thank you and it was really good chatting with you today you too Talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.